Welcome to the MBA Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Al D. This is a show designed for aspiring current and former MBAs looking for advice on how you can grow your career through an MBA degree. During each episode, I'll talk to MBA students, graduates, and leaders about the MBA experience, navigating the workplace, and career development so you can learn how to develop and achieve your own version of career success through an MBA and beyond. Welcome to the MBA Insider Podcast. My name is Al D. I'm the host of the MBA Insider Podcast and the founder of MBAschool.com. Today's guest is Priyal Kenny, who is a MBA student at London Business School. I came across Priyal's work because she posts regularly on LinkedIn about her own MBA experience, as well as her career journey. She has almost 47,000 followers at the time of this recording. So I wanted to talk to her about how she started posting on LinkedIn, why she chose to get an MBA, and what she's up to in terms of her own career growth and development. So listen in this conversation to learn more about Priyal, where you get to hear a little bit about her diverse background. She used to be a professional athlete. She also was an accountant. She's spoken at TEDx, and she has a nonprofit, among many other things. I really think you're going to enjoy hearing about Priyal's journey and about her experience in business school. So make sure to listen in. All right. Well, Priyal, thank you so much for joining me today and this evening, or this evening for you, today for me. It's so great to have you on the MBA Insider Podcast. I love always starting with a warm-up question for the audience. And so my warm-up question for you, Priyal, is what was your first job and what did you learn from that experience? So I think I actually started off my career as a professional accountant. So I used to do sports, but uh, sports was more like being an athlete and representing my country. But if you really talk from a desktop perspective, it was that of an accountant when I had started pursuing the chartered accountancy course, which is equivalent to the Indian uh, to the UK ACCA course. So uh, it used to be a lot about uh, working in taxation, working in accounting, understanding financial statements and accounts. So yeah, it was not as interesting as the the current the job I did after that, which was in consulting. But yeah, it was it was largely in accounting. Okay, great. Well, I'd actually love to learn a little bit more about sports. Could you share just about what you were doing in that? Because that certainly sounds really interesting too. So I used to do the sport of uh, rifle shooting where I represented India for seven years and won a lot of medals. So it was all about guns and bullets and very unconventional from the other kinds of sports that are there. That's so, that's so interesting and great. Okay. So fast forward now, what were you doing prior to going to business school and why did you choose to get an MBA in the first place? So I think there were a lot of reasons about it. Like when I was working in consulting, I really felt that I wanted to hit the pause button, give myself some time to, you know, explore other avenues and opportunities. I, I didn't know whether, you know, that is where I saw myself for the next 20, 30 years of my career. So I wanted to explore other things beyond tech consulting that I did with uh, uh, the firm I was working at previously. And I felt that the MBA would be the great would be the best launch pad not only to uh, build my network but explore other opportunities but also kind of open a lot of doors which otherwise were not open to me at that point in my career that makes makes a ton of sense and just out of curiosity as a follow-up to that how did you know you were ready to pursue an MBA was there anything that you just you got to at a point in your career where you just felt it like it made sense or were there other types of signals that let you know that now is a great time to pursue an MBA degree so honestly, a, a lot of this nudge came in from people at my workplace and from my seniors and mentors. And I did a lot of self-reflection also. And I just felt that if not now, then when? 
so it it was that extra nudge that came in that you know if i if i don't do it over the next one or two years it will probably never happen or i have to look at an executive mba or something of that sort so i think that was that was what gave me that final push to take that leap of faith and so then it sounds like being able to go full time was something that was a priority of you at least for where you were right now in your career is that is that a fair assumption to make Yeah I just felt I did not want to wait for another 4 or 5 years and if at the end of the MBA I, I saw myself taking a pivot I wanted to do it as soon as possible rather than investing another 4 or 5 years in a certain space and then doing the same thing. And so now you are a student at the London Business School. Could you share a little bit about what inspired you to apply there and why did you choose that of all the different MBA programs uh, that you could choose from? So I specifically wanted a flexible option so the beauty of the program at LBS is it it has three exit options that is the 15 months the 18 months and the 21 months so I wanted someone where I wanted some kind of a program where I have the flexibility to take an early exit option if I want to end it in 15 months and get back to working or if I really want to still study and explore other things and I can stay up to 21 months I wanted something that could even give me that kind of flexibility so that was one of the selling points for me That's great and when you were thinking about uh the different types of op as you mentioned the different the flexibility that came with it had you also thought a little bit about what you were thinking about what you would like to do after you graduated from the mba experience as well so yes honestly 6 months back um had you asked me this question it was all about uh probably impact consulting or scaling my nonprofit back in india but today if you ask me this question i have much much more open mind where i'm actually ready to explore anything Oh wow. Okay. That's that's great. Well, let's talk about the experience then. Uh like as you mentioned, you've been in, in there for a few months now, but could you share at least so far what the experience has been like and maybe a couple highlights of things that have been impactful to your learning so far? Mm, I think that's a very tough question to answer because there's so much that is happening. Um honestly, there's so much beyond the classroom that happens because I just felt it'll be about the classroom experience, different classmates. picking the right kind of electives that interest you but in the last 6 months there's so much i have done on on the on the other side getting involved with different clubs working on a pro bono consulting project with the nhs then there was the africa leadership academy after that currently i'm working on this interesting project for the european space academy so i never thought that i would even be working on on something of this sort at at, at any point in my mba so it's it's been a very interesting experience already And you mentioned that some of the experiences over the past few months have opened up your eyes a little bit to pursuing a bunch of different types of careers. Could you share a little bit more about how those experiences have enabled you to perhaps want to explore a number of different things or what what is how has that impacted kind of your decision to want to pursue potentially pursue a diversity of different career options? So I think that has largely stemmed from my interaction with my classmates and I shamelessly showed up for every career event that used to happen during the initial few weeks if there was anything happening on campus I used to just register and show up and speak to as many people as I can network as much as I could like really um have these meaningful conversations with my with my classmates about you know what their career journeys have been till now what is their purpose at the end of the MBA program what What do, what do they have in mind? What are the different opportunities they are exploring? And I think that is from where I derived the maximum value of you know this is so interesting and just having a conversation about fintech or about the energy space, about the sustainability space, things that I absolutely was clueless about really helped widen my horizon. 
That makes a ton of sense. It sounds like you definitely have picked up a lot from being able to engage with your classmates and particularly outside of the classroom in a whole bunch of different projects and different types of activities. Just out of curiosity, inside of the classroom, have you had a favorite class so far or at least a, uh, a class that has really stuck out to you or where you've learned a lot? That's, again, a very tough question because there are so many favorite classes that I've had. I always looked at ethics as as a very boring subject, but ethics was one of the most interesting classes I had because we had it spanned across like five different classes and all five were taken by different professors and each one of them had such a different perspective to share. Then there was data analytics again that I found very interesting. And currently we're also studying about marketing and science of people and organizations. And it's just a lot of things that I've now not I had never studied before at any point of time because most of my professional qualification was skewed towards accounting and finance. So there's so much to learn in every class. And it's a case-based learning mechanism. So that in a way also is a great way rather than to just, you know, try and grasp the theoretical concepts, but you're actually learning the practical applicability of it by the side through the medium of a case. So I really love that style of teaching. And I know it's only been about six months, but I just would be curious to know, based off of all that you're learning, have you noticed at all any growth and development in yourself? Have you noticed that either you've developed new skills or new confidence or new uh, capabilities or what, what has the learning experience been like for you in terms of your own self-development? So I think so far, yes, the confidence quotient has really built up where, you know, I can, I can really look like see myself having um, a conversation with anyone or go at any event and just, you know, network with anyone I want to just spark or have a meaningful conversation with or do some rapport building or relationship building. So that has definitely been much higher than what it was when I first came from India, because I remember my first few coffee chats, I used to keep wondering, you know, how do you even have a conversation? What do you talk over a coffee chat? How does this even work? But that has drastically changed now. <laughs> I'd love to know just based off of you know, your own experience into coming into business school so far and you know, having navigated through the MBA application process, what advice might you have for individuals who might be thinking about pursuing an MBA as the next step in their career? I would suggest that self-reflect as much as possible as you can because it's a big decision. For me also, it was about moving countries, leaving a job, which was like paying me good was well settled as much as I even I even loved my job. I loved the kind of people I worked with. So it was a big decision of whether I, sh I wanted to really uproot myself, uh, move to another country, throw myself into this entire uncertain situation where you're back to square one, you're networking your way through, you're doing these coffee chats and you're recruiting and you're, you know, exploring a different new opportunity. So it requires a very high amount of grit and resilience because it's not easy. There are going to be a lot of rejections, a lot of failures on the way. But if you've really reflected deeply on how important this decision is for you or if you've had this great element of surety that you know you wanted to do this it's much easier to hang in there or it's much easier to hold your ground when things get really tough out of control I think that's sound sound advice. Okay, I want to switch topics for a second. And so I came across you because I saw you on LinkedIn and I noticed that you're a pretty 
purposeful as well as prolific content creator on LinkedIn. And so be curious to know what inspired you to start producing content in LinkedIn and what what do you like to share about? Creating content on LinkedIn was something that I started in 2020. So I first joined the platform in March 2020 and it was almost six months later around October, November that I actually started creating content. It, it happened through a lot of these quotes I used to put out about my journey of completing the Chartered Accountancy course and a lot of other interesting um, things that I've done in my career till now. And the kind of interesting people I got a chance to connect with who used to relate to my content and write to me or just even watching other content creators on the platform like really put out their work really got me intrigued to it and I started spending much more time on LinkedIn rather than Instagram and Facebook and I think there was no looking back after that so there was no grand plan of action of becoming a content creator of any sort of LinkedIn or you know monetizing it in any way it was just about having interesting conversations and putting forth my perspective. And what would you say is most enjoyable to it for you? And the reason why I ask is I know how busy your schedule is each and every day being in business school, but it's clearly you still carve out time to do it. And so why do you enjoy doing it or what do you get out of it that enables you to invest time into growing your content as well as the uh, interactions with your audience? Uh, so I think it's something I genuinely love. Like even when I set aside time to probably sit and create content, it's, it gives me that kind of time I need to self-reflect or to read on interesting topics and then formulate my opinion or perspective about it and put it forth in the form of a post or really follow what are the kind of conversations others are having on the platform, what is the, the latest trending topic in. So it gives me the kind of time I need to really do that kind of reading, do that kind of research and really reflect on these topics and and then you know come up with meaningful content out of it so for me it's it's not just about putting out post over there it's it's a great way of consuming knowledge myself and you know reflecting and having some kind of a, a value drive out of it yeah absolutely I'm, i i can definitely see that so the other thing i wanted to talk to you about which also i think i i found just looking at you from your linkedin profile and some of the things you've talked about is that i think you're also or you've spoken with tedx and at least uh, been engaged in that how did that opportunity come about and what led you to becoming a TEDx speaker? So when I st first started posting on LinkedIn, I used to write a lot about the work I do through my nonprofit. And uh, the entire concept of my nonprofit is very unconventional. So it's a sports-based nonprofit where we're trying to achieve the sustainable development goals through sports. So every time I used to write, uh, write about it, I used to get a lot of questions of, you know, how are you even using the word sport and sustainability in the same sentence? And it was, it was a concept that was still very new in India. Now, still a lot of people in the last wow. three years have got to know about it because the conversations around sustainability have only... Um, rampantly risen up especially in the post-covid era so at that point of time because a lot of people found this topic very unconventional and interesting I got that specific TED invite also because someone had read about the work or was actively following my work on LinkedIn and they happened to be hosting a TED talk um, at, at, at Delhi which is like one of the cities in uh, India and they invited me that you know if you can come and specifically talk about the work you do or how you are trying to achieve sustainability through sport that is something that we would want our audience to know so again over here also LinkedIn subtly played a role in you know amplifying my voice or giving the work I do much needed visibility and then that's how that actually converted into my first TED invitation. That's really cool. And I love how being able to engage and share content and ideas on things that you care about actually also helped enhance not only your brand, but it also opened you up to further opportunities mm -hmm. to speak on things that you're super excited and passionate about. So it sounds like you have a lot of different things going on in terms of being in 
in terms of being in business school, in terms of having a nonprofit, in terms of being a content creator, in terms of speaking in TEDx, I'd be curious to know, what does career success mean to you? I think, um, especially over the last six months, this answer has drastically changed, but irrespective of wherever I work or whatever I do, I think it's very important to have some kind of purpose or connection with what you do or something that you you really enjoy doing. And that is something that is very important for me or that will be a critical success factor uh, from a career standpoint also because if there is something that I do not relate to or I'm not deeply passionate about, I don't think so. I see myself doing that for the next 20 or 30 years of my life, something that takes up like one third of my day every day for a, a huge chunk of my life. So I think success to me is really finding, you know, what I'm really passionate about, which currently is, creating impact in in whatever I do, maybe through my nonprofit or through my job in consulting. And then how I can really tie that to in, in what I do at work. Uh, maybe that can be starting my own venture or taking up the kind of job that, that more closely relates with areas that I want to work in, especially like sustainability or tech, and then actually being able to do that. Well, Priyal, this has been a wonderful conversation. And before we close here, uh, if people want to learn more about you or some of your work, where can they go and where can they find you? I think you can connect with me on LinkedIn anytime because uh, I'm very um, approachable and active on the platform. So if there's anything that you want to know, like please feel free to drop in uh, a DM and I'm always like up for a good conversation and I'll be happy to hop onto a quick call or you know follow up on chat and we can discuss whatever you have to share with me. Hi, everyone. LD here, and thank you so much for listening to the MBA Insider Podcast. If you liked what you heard, make sure to head over to Apple Podcasts and to write a review. It will only take 15 seconds. I'd also love to hear what you've been listening to on the podcast and any suggestions you have for how we can improve. Find me on LinkedIn or head over to mbaschooled.com backslash podcast.